Welcome to the Dream Big Nation podcast. In this show, veteran recruiter, wealth mentor, and entrepreneur, Lisa Williams, will take you on a journey of exploration and discovery to learn what it takes to hire yourself. Are you ready to dream big and grow into the person you're meant to become? If so, you're in for a treat. And now, here is your host, Lisa Williams. Hello, friends. Welcome back to our Dream Big Nation podcast. As you know, I've been having so much fun with our guests that have been visiting who are sharing some of their life journey with us that's helped them move themselves into amazing new ventures in their life. Today, I have a special guest, a new friend, uh, Miss Don Moore, who I met through my work with Sharon Lecter. We are both having a lot of fun in her Assets Are Sexy movement. And Don has a really special type of business because she focuses on language and communication. And she has a company with tremendous success called Confidee. Learning so much about this as we are getting to know each other. Don, welcome to our show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. It's quite an honor and a privilege, one, to have met you, two, to be connected through Assets Are Sexy and Sharon Lecter, and three, just to hear all about the good work you're doing in the world with Dream Big Nation. Absolutely. Well, let's just dig right in. You know, I always love to hear just kind of your evolution story a little, some of your history, but really more importantly, what you're excited about today and what you're helping others do in their lives. Oh, what a great question. So what I'm really excited about is helping people learn how to communicate even more effectively because what I have found, especially with COVID, as you and I were talking about, people are finding themselves in confined spaces and they're finding themselves surrounded by people that they might have only spent a small amount of time with in the past. They're, it's like we're constantly in contact. So the words that we choose and the way that we deliver them are really important. And so I legitimately raised my family on this question. So what's more important? What was said or how it was interpreted? And where are Lisa's geniuses in the audience who know it's both? Because sometimes what we say is not how it was interpreted, and that's oftentimes where conflict starts and just by stepping back and making sure that the communication is two-way and that it is complete that's a great way to to avoid conflict especially during covid that make a great blog post avoiding conflict during covid through communication i love that you need to write that and send it to me <laughs> so take us back cuz you are you're actually a survivor, not physically of 9-11, but you, your, I guess your, your family career and economy was greatly impacted. And that's when it sounds like you really made some shifts in your life. I did. And so the backstory is my, my husband is a captain for American Airlines. So I know we're going back 20 years, but it's actually American Airlines that was the brand that went through the Twin Towers, and we live in the greater metropolitan New York area. So 
that day, we did not lose our lives. We're very fortunate, but we did lose our livelihood. American Airlines eventually went bankrupt as a result of 9-11. They were bought out and taken over, but kept the name American Airlines. And we were faced with uncertainty, a tremendous amount of uncertainty. I had just um, completed the adoption of our youngest son from Brazil. So I had a small, small child at home. And then I had older children. And all of a sudden, our financial security was gone. We didn't know whether my husband was going to have a career. We didn't know whether the airlines completely were going to go under. And that's when we made the decision that um, perhaps this stay-at-home mom should go back and get some more education because our culture is really not very kind to women who choose to stay home and raise their, their families. So we have this dilemma as women where our productive years coincide with our reproductive years. And oftentimes- Oh, I love that. I have it. And if we choose to be reproductive and take time off from work in the corporate world or contributing to social security, we cannot get that time back. So when I found myself in a position where I wanted to get a job, I, I couldn't find one. So I went back and got my master's degree. And to this day, I teach as a professor just because I love it. And I know it's going to be a shock to everyone, but I do teach English and I do teach writing because I have this passion for words. And it just lights me up when my students I love it. grab it. Yeah. You were telling me about a paper that one of your students wrote on a, on a personality of her father. I, I think that's so profound. Can you tell us about that? And what, you know, that style of teaching, finding someone, you know, a personal story to them, I think is so impactful. So when I teach writing, as a professional writer and, you know, word ninja, I think it's important to have a message. Not only to have a message, but to have a voice and to have that voice heard. And my passion with teaching writing with students is to empower them to use their voice to share a message through their writing. So this particular student that we were talking about was living with a father who is a narcissist. And she wanted to have permission to one research the DSM or the condition known as narcissism and then to wrestle with it in a case study with her own father. And I gave her permission because she, this was a real life scenario. She was passionate about trying to understand the man who gave her life yet was also a trial for her in her life. So she did the research on the topic. She learned what her own perspective was and was able to clearly deliver a message, not only about the topic of narcissism, but how it can really ruin families and what it is like being the child of a narcissist parent. Yeah, I love that. And I think, it's so interesting. I feel like right now our world, we're in the midst of this COVID craziness. For those that are listening, you know, at a later time, Don mentioned, and we are finding ourselves in spending a lot of time with one another. 
that we don't normally have. And I think words are even more impactful now because emotions are heightened. What are some just tactical things that you can tell our listeners that will help them in their in this time right now? And, and maybe, you know, a lot of families are doing okay, but there's a lot of families in crisis right now because of, of what's happening. There are, and there's a lot of communication breakdown is what I'm finding, and words are super important. And I'm going to touch on two things. I'm going to touch on using your words and then withholding your words. Because when I, I speak, I talk about listening. And when you ask an open-ended question, for example, I'm going to ask you, Lisa, how do you like to spend your time? I love, I love meeting people. I love hiking. I love singing. I love being in the sunshine. I like going out to eat. And I love going on dates with my children and my husband. So what that tells me is that you're a very heart-centered person. You're very nurturing, you're very caring, and your whole world is centered around people. And the people in your world are super important to you. And there are lots of different ways that people can answer that question. Some could answer it in terms of, you know, I love reading a book I got recently. I love watching documentaries was another one that I got recently. And the way people answer open-ended questions really tells you a lot about that human being and what their preferences are. But what I have found is that people are in a rush. They don't stop and really listen to the words that people are using. Oftentimes, they're just waiting for the person speaking to stop and take a breath so that they can get in their two cents worth. They can share their story. I have this whole thing on confiday.com that's for free, which is a training on verbal villains and the number one conversation killer. Because people need to slow down and listen to what other people are saying so that the other person can feel heard and understood. And if the other person feels heard and understood, that's going to be a great way to just diminish or avoid conflict. Because the communication is taking place, the relationship is being built, rapport is being established. But when another person talks over or doesn't listen, it creates a sense of not being important, not having their voice heard, or even being misunderstood. So especially during these times, I tell people the best thing they can do is stop talking. Yes. Just stop talking. I saw I saw a meme the other day and it was like a husband and wife and the husband the the husband was like, Oh my gosh, I never knew my wife talked so much. And then the husband was like, I never I never or no, it was the other way around. The wife was like the husband was like, I never knew my wife talked so much, and the husband was like the wife was like, I never knew my husband talked, you know, (laughs) right. It was, it's so, it's so crazy. And, and especially like our children right now, kids are, they are not having any freedoms that they're normally meant to have in, in our world. I think I, I really feel for those people that have teenagers right now that 
maybe just got their driver's license and they're used to all this freedom and things like that. Now let's, let's talk about you have really a specialty that you help people really find their story and their messaging in, within their business and their lives. Let's, let's talk about your coaching that you do, you know, how people can benefit from Confidé's services and how you can help them. So what I love to do is have a conversation with people and listen for the answer behind the answer to these open-ended questions and draw out of a prospective client where they are unique in the world. I believe that entrepreneurs have a success process. How they do anything is how they do everything. And what has brought them to this part of success is systematic. What I have is a seven-step process that draws that out of them. It's called the predictive method. And I take people through these seven steps, and we can identify exactly what their success process is. And the importance of this is it gives them language to talk about who they are and what they do and the life-changing message that they bring to the world. It also allows them to write copy whether it's for their marketing collateral, their websites, or just their blog posts and their emails, because then their voice is consistent with their brand, who they are and what they do. And then the other part of that is it gives them the confidence to absolutely go out there and share their message with the world because their voice is unique and they have the words that represent their voice, their brand, and their message. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I, I'm curious, you know, let's, let's shift a little bit because you have a lot of iterations of yourself. Um, you obviously are, are the founder of Confide, but you also have, you know, your, your one foot in the health and wellness space. I love that you have multiple income streams, which I think every family should do. And that's a lot of what we teach about you know, in this podcast and my company. So talk to us about some of the other things that you're doing in the health and wellness space and how you're helping people and in that business as well. So the intersection between Confide and More and Better Health, which is my health coaching practice, is confidence. Because when we are feeling healthy and we're in an optimal weight, we express ourselves in a different way. I mean, when you know that you can reach into your closet and whatever you pull out is going to look fabulous because it's going to fit, it really boosts your confidence. And I have been in the health and wellness field since 1994, so more than 30 years, and I have 10 certifications in the health and wellness industry, all the way from being a health coach through the Villanova University Center for Obesity Prevention and Education to being a certified bioenergetic practitioner with Ness Health. So when we are talking health, I'm going to take a very holistic approach. Healthy body, healthy mind, healthy finances. We're gonna look at your weight, we're gonna look at your hydration, we're gonna look at your motion, we're gonna look at your eating plan, we're gonna look at stress levels, sleep, and even your environment. Especially during COVID, it's really important to make sure that you have a health, as healthy an environment as possible. And if you have a toxic environment, it's important to take steps to diminish it as much as possible. 
So I talk to people about getting to a healthy weight and then living a healthy lifestyle. Because in the end, health is wealth. And that's a quote that's being used a lot right now. But I want to give it to its source. It was said originally in the first century by a man named Virgil. And so it's a very really? old quote. I literally yes. just did a webinar series on health, health and wealth. Yes. But he, who was it you said? Virgil, V-I-R-G-I-L. He is the first human to have ever said that health is wealth. I love it. And I think it's so, it's such an important topic right now. Don, we have so many people in transition right now. Even if they haven't found themselves out of a job, they are thinking about what's next. And we're, we're talking about whatever, what's this next normal that we're all going to be living in? And I find a lot of people are really evaluating, even if I, I'm not affected now, what, what's going to happen the next crisis that comes? And having that alternate income stream is so crucial not to have all your eggs in that one basket. What would you say to people that are thinking about a change right now? How would you recommend they evaluate what they would do and how they can use what they, their, their God-given skills that they've already been using and whatever they're doing to translate to that new endeavor? You know, that ties back into that conversation with the success process. And I had it earlier today with someone, as a matter of fact, what are you passionate about? What would you do for free that you wouldn't even have to be paid money for that gives you a lot of satisfaction. And it's, it's more than dream building. So one of the things that I do through my coaching with Confidae is a Venn diagram. And it looks at the overlap between your past, your present, and where you want your future to be. What are you really good at? What are you the go-to person for? So an easy exercise for the listeners today is ask five of your closest people, what is it you say I'm the go-to person for? And the answers are almost always parallel to each other. And we can come up with a frame for that. And in that lies the gold. It's something that you would do for free. It's something that you're already doing. It's based on where your passion is. And the question I'll always ask is, okay, it's the end of the day. You're tired. You just want to go home, put your sweatpants on, and just relax. And all of a sudden, your cell phone rings. It's a good friend of yours. And they say, okay, Lisa, let's go do blank. What is it that energizes you that would immediately get you up out of your sweatpants and out the front door, even though you just told yourself you were tired? And that's where you start because that's where your question is. Okay, so this, this brings up a really interesting question then. So I just spoke with a woman earlier today, and her passion is, is she is in ministry. She works with a nonprofit and her passion is connecting people. And yet she finds herself in a place in life where she needs to create another income. 
and she said, she uses these words. I'm not a salesperson and I don't, I don't like selling. How would you, how would you coach that person? Oh, easy, 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 easy. Everyone. All right. Has anyone here ever convinced a toddler to pick up their toys? You're in sales, my friend. Has anyone here ever convinced their parents when they were 16, 17, 18 years old to give them the keys to a 2,000 pound killing machine known as an automobile? <laughs> then you're in sales. Right. So here's the question I ask for people who want to open a business or who are in business. Do you believe that you have a product, service, or opportunity that brings value to the marketplace? All mm -hmm. hands go up. And if the hands aren't up, I'm calling you out. Because uh -huh. if you don't believe that you have a product, service, or opportunity that brings value to the marketplace, then you shouldn't be offering that product, service, or opportunity. But if your hand went up, and you solve a problem for someone or offer a solution for them and you don't offer it to them, are you doing them a service or a disservice? You're doing them a disservice because right. you have a solution to a problem that takes someone out of pain and you don't offer it to them. How selfish of you. Shame on us that we aren't. Because if you believe, which is the key word, if you believe that you have a product, service, or opportunity that brings value to the marketplace, then you best better make sure that that person knows that you can solve their problem. I love that. And you know, this reminds me of, do you know, do you know Janine Finney? Well, she has a CEO. Yes. So this, this is right in line. And I would love your, your thoughts on this because she made a comment once that let's take network marketing, for example. In my opinion, the most brilliant marketing model ever created. <laughs> but I think what she talks about is sometimes people get into that business, but maybe it's not the right business for them. Maybe it's not the right product line or something they feel as much passion about. So how would you suggest people identify if they're, if maybe if they're considering a network marketing opportunity right now, because there's, there's a lot of them that are wonderful. How would you help? How would you suggest helping them identify what, which one might work best for them? You know, it's a matter of finding what you're interested in, you know, cause there are only so many categories that they're going to be yeah. in. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people don't do is they they take an easy way out and they don't understand the compensation plan of the network marketing company that they're evaluating. They get caught up in the hype, they get caught up in the dream, they get caught up in the person who has invited them and they don't wanna hurt their feelings. It's business. Take a look at the compensation plan. And here's the thing, if you can't understand it, that should be a red flag. That's a problem. Yeah. I have a business coach who has evaluated all of the network company, network marketing company compensation plans. And he can point out their income disclosure statements and where the fallacies are. So he is a master at understanding them. But my advice to people who are looking at network marketing is what are you interested in? 
And is the compensation plan really going to deliver on the dream that you say you want to create? Because if the answer is no, then no matter how hard you work, you might be the right person in the wrong network marketing business. In the wrong business. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think you hit on it also. It's finding, I, I, I've heard this phrase, you know, even an introvert, they'll remain an introvert until they find something they're excited about. And then you can't like shut them up, you know? So I feel like having the opportunity to really evaluate different things and then figuring out what speaks to you the most. And it sounds like for you, it was your health, your own health and your wellness and weight loss. And I mean, that's, that's so prominent for every, for so many women and men, you know, in our world today. It is absolutely. And I'm actually an introvert with an outgoing personality. Are you? When you asked me about language and words and confidence and finding your voice. I mean, it's like a beach ball held underwater. You like, you can only hold me down so long until like you give me the mic and I'm going to be like, (laughs) because I get super excited about it. And that's a clue to your listeners. What is it that gets them passionate? Yeah, absolutely. Now you and I are very fortunate because we have faith in our life. Absolutely. I want to talk about that a little bit because, you know, and remember to my listeners, I, I believe in Jesus. That, that is my truth. That is the lens that I look at life through. And my, my message to all of you is always, whatever you believe, I hope it's good. And that, that there's a good, good plan for your life, but that's my lens. But I, but I want to talk to Don about what has your faith done for you in your life in terms of, you know, has it always been there? What, you know, how has it fueled your business? Because I think we have a unique opportunity as believers to really step into that, that plan that God has for you. And I think a lot of us don't. And I, I'm wondering, again, is it a confident, confidence thing, you know? Well, I believe that fear and faith cannot exist in the same mind at the same time. So it's a decision. It's a choice. And I have made a choice to have faith. And that faith and that mindset have proven very effective in my life. And when I am open to discernment, I feel nudges. And that's my communication style. And when I feel those nudges, I've learned over my lifetime to trust that Mm -hmm. and to trust that I'm being nudged by God in the right direction. And especially during COVID, it's very important to be still and to breathe and to open your mind to receiving the information and the guidance from our supernatural and heavenly father. And I believe that. And I do. I'm a professor at a university, and universities are very liberal spaces. And I am very privileged to be able to talk openly with my students about their faith, whether it's Islam, whether it's Wicca, whether it's Judaism, whatever it is, I am able to do that. Yet you have to be confident in who you are and whose you are and what you believe. And for me, it's 110%. And no one can tell me 
what my salvation is except for me. And I think it's really important for all those people who are like bullhorn Christians to understand that faith is a very personal thing and to honor it, to just simply honor it. Yep, absolutely. And step into it. You know, the plan is so good for our lives. We, so many of us, I think, haven't, haven't allowed our, our, Selves to step into the gifts that I call it giving are. yourself permission. Yeah. We as women oftentimes need to be given permission. So mm-hmm. I'm giving permission to all of the people listening that honor your faith, step into it, be who God has created you to be, take the gifts and talents that He has given you and share them with the world. Don't keep your light under a bushel, He's given you a beautiful light. Go out and share it with confidence. I love that. I love it. Well, that is the perfect way for us to wrap up. I can't believe it's already been half an hour, Don. I think you and I could talk for a really long time. <laughs> and, and we're going I thank to. you so much. And on that note, I'm going to run because I do have a class that I've chosen to teach today. I know. So. I know. Well, tell us, tell our listeners how to get in touch with you. The easy way is to go to dawnwar360.com and hit me up on social media. If you want my free gift, which is the seven verbal villains and the number one conversation killer, how not to be one, (laughs) and some strategies on how to take back control of conversations when you meet one, you can go to confiday.com, that's K-O-N-F-I-D-A-Y.com, and just say that you want the verbal villain's guide. Perfect. Well, to our Dream Big Nation podcast listeners, I'm so blessed to be part of your day. Thank you, Dawn, so much for your time. For those of you that want to catch up on past episodes, go to dreambignationpodcast.com. And as always, lots of resources on lisawilliamsco.com. Bless you all in this amazing life journey. And I'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Lisa. Hey, Dream Big Nation community. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about working with Lisa and her team directly, go to lisawilliamsco.com and learn how to hire yourself.